this is Crisscrossing the Universe, Episode 5, Living Life in Public. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Crisscrossing the Universe. I'm, of course, Chris. And this week, I thought I'd talk a bit about uh, my life and sharing it all across the internet. Um, it's something that I truly believe is is important to me. Um, now, some people, you know, they, they don't share all aspects of their life. And actually, some people don't even have a Facebook uh, because they think that it's just so invasive and that they have to share everything and that they won't have anything interesting to say. Um, but, you know, that's not the point of Facebook. The point of Facebook is to connect with other people. And it doesn't matter if you have anything to say or not. I mean, there's plenty of people that I know that are on Facebook and they don't share a whole lot or post a whole lot. Um, but they just use it as a way to keep up with people in their lives. You know, my my grandparents being a great example of that. They don't post much uh, if at all, you know, they'll post things for birthdays or anniversaries or things like that. Um, you know, they do a lot of liking. Um, and I guess, you know, mainly it's my grandpa that does it. Um, but it's still, you know, a lot of liking and they just mainly use it to keep up with people's lives that they're connected to. Um, especially considering that they really don't get out of the house much. Um you know, and so for them, it's it's really become a crucial tool uh, to stay in touch with people that they wouldn't have otherwise been able to stay in touch with. Uh, for example, myself or my cousin that actually lives in uh, the Seattle area. You know, we're in Wisconsin and she's in Washington. That's quite a distance away. Uh, but through Facebook, she's able to keep in touch with uh, our grandparents and uh, uh, they're able to keep in touch with her as well. So, you know, there's there's more than one way to use Facebook, I think. And it's some people don't really realize that but you know they also don't have to do anything to the degree that I do certainly um you know I definitely share a lot on Facebook um you know but that's just my philosophy I, I guess I just view it as it's important for the people in my life that I let into my life on Facebook to keep up with that and uh to be able to know what's going on in my life without them having to constantly ask me, hey, what's, you know, what's going on in your life or what's going on with this? And, you know, in fact, a lot of people end up telling me, they're like, hey, I saw you posted this on Facebook. What's going on with that? Or, or you know, whatever happened with that? And so then, you know, I can tell them, oh, you know, this happened or that happened. And uh, then they don't have to uh, uh, sit there and worry or wonder, I guess, uh, what what's going on in my life. Um, because, you know, it's pretty much on Facebook. And, you know, I, I kind of 
tell people too that, you know, if you want to catch up with me or you want to find out what's going on in my life, you just have to look at my Facebook because I pretty much post everything there. You know, there there are quite a few apps that uh, allow me to do that. Um, you know, there's Foursquare, so I can tell people, you know, where I've been or where I'm going. Um, although I usually don't check in until after I'm pretty much leaving the place or uh, I have a spare moment if I'm there. Uh, so it's not always the most up-to-date, but, you know, I'll certainly check into uh, Foursquare if I'm in, you know, a fun, different place, you know, like if I'm at the Mall of America, I'll check into Foursquare there uh, to let people know that, you know, hey, I'm doing something really kind of fun and cool. Yeah, and, and, and also, you know, I'll check into Get Glue, which is, you know, kind of like a Foursquare for, for movies and TV shows. Um, you know, so I can say, hey, you know, I'm watching CBS Sunday morning or, hey, I'm watching, you know, the latest Breaking Bad or, or, or hey, I'm watching, you know, this or I'm reading this book. Although uh, for books, I use Goodreads, actually, uh, which to me is kind of a lot like uh, uh, Netflix for for books, although, you know, they don't have the content that Netflix has, um, obviously. Um but you know, with with Goodreads, you're able to add books to a queue or a list, if you will. Um, so basically, you know, if I if I hear about a book that sounds really interesting, I'll plug it into Goodreads and I'll mark it as, oh, I want to read that book. Um, and then it also allows me to tell people that, hey, you know, I'm reading this book right now. And then after I'm done, you know, I can review it or I can just say. It was a horrible book, and don't read this book, or you know, it just kind of allows another aspect, you know, for the people in my life to l- look at what I'm doing and see what I'm doing, and and kind of keep up with that. You know, obviously, I I, I cross post things to Twitter, um, you know, and I have things automatically cross posting to various places. Watch quite a few YouTube videos a week, um, you know, probably more than the average person would. In a, in a week's time. Um, so, you know, when I favorite a video on YouTube, you know, it, it's, I look at it as, as, you know, me saying, hey, I think you should watch this. And so because of that, I have it cross posting to Facebook. So then when I favorite a video, it automatically posts to Facebook as, as, you know, a, a video that shows up in my newsfeed and, you know, hopefully people will watch or, or, at least, you know, I don't care if they necessarily comment or if they really don't care. Um, but, you know, I, I guess I look at it as some people may end up using me as their content source where they, they use me as kind of a filter to find, you know, these different videos or different books or different movies or different things. And so I guess I feel like I almost have a responsibility to keep up that. Uh, keep up the amount of information that I put out there on Facebook. And it's also, you know, really a, a big lesson in in social media, too, because not everything I put out there is going to get, you know, a bunch of likes and hardly, you know, I would say, I would say, you know, one out of four things will probably get a like that I actually post on Facebook. And, you know, that might even only be just one like, Um and, you know, so it's, it's, it's a good marketing lesson, um, because, you know, obviously not everything is going to be a hit, um, and so, 
you know, I'll put things out there and sometimes, you know, people will just pounce all over it and, you know, I'll get 16, 17, 18, 20 likes, you know, on, on, on one thing. Um, for example, you know, when I was, when I was going through a part of my life when I was pursuing a legal matter, let's just say, um, against someone I traveled with, uh, I actually received a letter from, uh, Judge Mathis, Judge Joe Mathis, saying, hey, we want you to be on our show, we think your case would be a good one to present on our show. And so I posted the letter on Facebook saying, this is definitely, like, the best slash funniest piece of mail I've gotten, I think, ever. Um, and, you know, so I just kind of put it up there and just kind of saying, you know, oh, I think should I do it? Should I not? This is definitely one of the funniest pieces of mail I've gotten. And, you know, I ended up getting quite a few likes on that. But then, you know, I also posted something that I really thought was good. You know, it, uh, you know, for example, a video about, you know, uh, gay marriage and, 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 and really strong arguments for gay marriage and kind of debunking the arguments that have been used against gay marriage. And, you know, so I posted one or two of those, and, and you know, it's one of those where I really want people to see it, but then I got nothing from it. Whether or not people actually clicked on it, I have no idea, but I, I didn't get any feedback from it whatsoever, and uh, there was nothing that said, you know, yeah, that was a really good video, you know, because I can't, with my current system, I can't tell if people have viewed it or, you know, posted it to their YouTube site. You know, so like I said, not everything is going to be a hit, and it's a good marketing lesson for anyone, really. Um, you know, that not everything is going to be a hit, and not everything is going to be a complete dismal failure either. I mean, you know, it's just kind of, it's putting, you know, things out there and just kind of seeing what what all stick. And obviously, you know, there are some people that will post things and no matter what they post, you know, they're always going to get some likes, you know, and I'm kind of talking more, you know, the, the major public figures, you know, like, uh, just looking through my newsfeed here, there's an article from slate.com, you know, talking about where does your favorite TV character fall on the ideological spectrum, you know, and that already has two likes, two comments, and two shares, you know, whereas, if I posted something like that, it may not get quite as uh, big of a, a like or, or a share or big of a response, I guess, is, is the word I'm looking for. Um, you know, so part of it really depends on, on who is posting it. Um, you know, it, it kind of goes back to the it kind of it kind of goes back to the uh, authority uh, you know, thing that Wikipedia suffers from a little bit, you know, where anyone can post anything and you don't really necessarily know if it's the complete whole truth or not. I mean, and Wikipedia does a, a really good job for the most part trying to, you know, make sure that everything is, is verifiable and that there's sources to back things up. But of course, things will still get through and people still believe it, um, you know, and, and so... You know, if, if someone like Slate.com posts something, you know, an article about, you know, ideological merits of, or, you know, ideological positions of different TV characters, you know, kind of a fluff article, but, you know, still people, a lot of people read Slate and respect Slate, so they're going to take things like 
you know, they're going to take their stuff more seriously over someone like me who, you know, is just a 22-year-old college on-hold person. I don't want to say dropout because I do plan on going back, but, uh, you know, someone that's not going to college right now and, and has put things on hold in regards to that, you know, so people may not, you know, have more, a lot of respect for the content that I think is valuable as opposed to a respected source like that. But, you know, that's that's anywhere in journalism or, or you know, anywhere, really. I mean, you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't listen to someone that was clearly a known racist saying, well, what we need to do for race relations is we need to, you know, we need to desegregate the schools. Obviously, they're not going to, you know, say that, but you're not going to take their word for race relations as seriously as someone that, you know, has worked tirelessly to make sure that racism is no longer uh, no longer a problem in this country or in the world. Um, so, you know, it's really considering the source, which I'll be honest is kind of frustrating uh, for someone like me who I'm not really creating original content most of the time. I mean, obviously something like this podcast is original content, but, you know, when I, when I reshare something, you know, it's it's kind of frustrating because it's like, you know, I really want people to see this and I think it's really good. You know, maybe it's, you know, maybe it's just a short little funny video of a penguin getting tickled, you know, and and it's just cute. And for something like that, you know, like, I don't really care if people watch it or not, but, you know, I just think it's funny and I just want people to see it and maybe someone else will think it's funny. Something like this podcast, though, you know, I want, because these are really, you know, what I truly feel and what I truly believe and, and it's just my essence of, of my thought process and things and it's, you know, something that I really want everyone to listen to that's in my life where it's like, you know, this is what I think. If you want to know me, you need to listen to this podcast because I'm, it's just, it's, a little slice of meat in every podcast, really. I mean, so, you know, it's it's kind of frustrating. And I, I admittedly do get a little political on my uh, Facebook. Uh, you know, I do share quite a few political pictures and political opinions. Um, you know, especially with the election coming up. I mean, I think that's really hard not to do um, for me. And it's kind of interesting because I actually usually get about at least a like on anything political I post. So it's kind of a, a, a feedback loop in that regard where, you know, I post something political, someone likes it, so then it's clearly, all right, they want to see more of it, so then I do it again. And, you know, some people may be completely exhausted and may be completely ignoring all my uh, all my content that I repost or, or that I post myself uh, because of you know, various things, or maybe they think I post too much, or maybe they, you know, it could be any number of things, and it's, it's really a fickle, it's really a fickle thing for, for people to, you know, for, for marketers and individuals to really get, I mean, there's no real, like, hey, you should post X number of times per day, and that you'll get you the most likes because, you know, it's really dependent on the content and it's dependent on the time. Uh, you know, if I post something at three in the morning, obviously I'm not going to get anyone to really look at it. But if I post something, you know, say at six o'clock in, in the evening, I'm probably going to get a lot more people to look at it than I would 
otherwise because that's when people are on Facebook and that's when people, you know, would, that's when my update would pop into their newsfeed. You know, so it's it's a really good lesson in marketing, I think. Um, you know, and obviously I'm I'm one person out of the one billion on Facebook and and all these other services that that you know are posting things and and putting things out there and kind of seeing what sticks and some things stick and some things don't and some things I really think are are gonna be really popular aren't and then the things that I would never think in a million years are gonna be popular are and it's 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 really interesting um you know but kind of going back to why I post things on Facebook is kind of like I said I mean it's it's to me it's me saying hey I really think that this is a something that needs to be looked at or I really think that you know you should take a look and see you know watch this video or or look at this picture or you know see where I am and see what I'm doing you know it's Really, it goes back to, I just want to be heard. You know, I just want someone to acknowledge that I am putting things out there in the universe and that, you know, people are responding to that. And, you know, whether or not this is the best medium or not is is arguable. Um, but, you know, that's really what a social network is. You know, people are putting things out there because they want to be heard. You know, you don't put something out there because you don't want to be heard. You know, you're not going to post, you know, oh, I, I contracted, you know, this venereal disease last night because you you don't want people to know that. Well, granted, some people might, but, you know, it's, you know, you post things that you want people to see. And, you know, and that's, that's, that's what the point of social media is, is that you post things that you want people to see and you want people to respond to and to look at. Now, granted, you know, I wish I could encourage more of a conversation about some things, you know, especially when I post political things, you know, I wish I could get people to to say, well, you know, I really don't agree with that. And uh, here's why. And then, you know, I can come back and say, well, you know, I think this is, you know, what I view because of blank or, you know, things like that. And so it's, it's hard to cultivate that kind of discussion with, with the model that models that we have now. Um, you know, obviously in, in this podcast, I mean, you know, obviously I'm just sitting here pontificating on, you know, all these different topics that I feel strongly about, but there's no one else on this podcast saying, well, you know, I think you're wrong when you say that, or, you know, no, I totally agree when you say that. I mean, obviously you could send me an email, you know, it, uh, at gmail.com and I, I can respond to you there. But, you know, that's not really the, the most ideal medium. I mean, you know, obviously if you post something and I really think, you know, that it deserves a response that, you know, more people would see that maybe don't view my Facebook and they just, you know, see me through the website that I run, chrislundy.com, and they're getting the podcast through there, you know, maybe I'll put it on here and I'll, I'll just talk about it and I'll kind of respond to it. But, you know, ultimately it's, it's just kind of... I don't really want to say an echo chamber because there's nothing coming back, but I mean, you know, it's just kind of me just sitting in a, 
you know, at, at the table that is Facebook and just kind of saying, hey, I, I, I think this is really cool. And oh, you know, in this video, I think that's really cool, too. And oh, oh so this happened today. And so, I mean, you know, it, that's really what it is. But, you know, and some people, you know, will kind of be listening at the table and be kind of, oh, yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And, you know, but when you have however many people talking as well, you know, it, things get kind of drowned out. So, you know, really for me, you know, I try to live my life in public as, as much as I feel comfortable doing. I mean, obviously there's not, I'm not going to share everything in my life, um, you know, just because I do need some some amount of privacy in my life, but, you know, for the most part, you know, I do try to post just about everything I can within reason to Facebook or to Twitter, um, or talk about it here on the podcast, just because, you know, I think it's important for people to see how, you know, some people live their lives and not everyone is going to post things as prolifically as, I do, or other people do, or other people don't, um, you know, and so for me, you know, that way, you know, five years from now, Facebook's still around, I can look back and I can say, oh man, remember that point in my life when I was, you know, doing this, or I was getting ready to do this, you know, and it's, it's kind of a record for me too, you know, where I can look back with uh, a program called Memo Lane, which collects all my Facebook uh, updates and my tweets and everything, my favorite YouTube videos at the time, and I'll post it on a timeline for me so I can look back at 2007 and I can see what, you know, what I was talking about then or what, you know, what I was watching on YouTube or, or things like that. Um, you know, so it's kind of a fun, fun way to walk down memory lane, uh, and, and kind of see, you know, what was all the rage way back when for me and, you know, and maybe someday if, if the program's still around and, you know, what have you, you know, I can show that to, to, you know, who my kids, if I have any at the time, you know, or I can show that to, you know, someone and be like, Hey, you know, this is what I was doing back, you know, when this happened or back when this happened, you know, this is what I thought about it. Or, or, you know, I can look back and I can say, well, you know, my, I thought this back in 2000, whatever, but now my position's changed to this or, you know, so really it's just kind of, kind of a way to keep a record that's really easy and really, really inspiring and powerful for me as opposed to something like a diary, which I know some people keep, you know, one of my best friends still keeps a diary that she'll write in physically. And, you know, that's how she keeps track of her life. And for me, you know, it's just kind of online. And, you know, obviously there are some things that I just want to keep in a, in a small confined group. And so I'll post it so that only people within my little group can see it. And some things I really don't care who sees it, so I'll put it out there in the public. And you know, if if it if it takes off, it takes off, and if it doesn't, oh well. You know, it, it's still on there for for posterity for me. And you know, it's kind of interesting that a lot of employers are really looking at Facebooks and Facebook profiles and 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 you know YouTube 
YouTube channels and, and things that their potential employees have, have, have started. And, you know, they're kind of almost holding it against them and saying, well, did you do this? Well, of course they did. You know, and for them to hold it against them and to say, well, you know, you you posted this picture of you, you know, drinking this and, well, we don't think that you're going to be a good candidate. I don't really agree with that because, you know, it's it's not indicative of, of what kind of a worker they are. You know, obviously, you know, they could be the one of the top in their field, but yet they post, you know, one picture of them at a party when they're 20, you know, 20 years old and they made a dumb decision when they're still in college. And, you know, now they're 30 years old and the employer's looking back and they're saying, well, you know, we did find that photo and, and we don't really think we can hire someone on that was that irresponsible at that point in life. It's, it's, to me, it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, you know, obviously people need to realize that once something's posted, it's out there for good and you can never take it back. But, you know, to hold it against an employee for expressing their views and something that honestly, you know, is not going to have that big of an impact. I mean, obviously, you know, there are some things that, you know, if you post, oh, I hate my job, I hate my job, you know, obviously that's not going to be a positive thing to post on there. And yeah, I mean, that's going to be something different than, you know, if you posted a photo of you at a party when you were back in college. I mean, that was then and this is now. Is, is kind of the way I look at it. And it's not indicative of, of what kind of a worker you're going to be and, you know, really what kind of a person you are. I mean, there could be multitude of different reasons, you know, for, for that photo. I mean, who knows? It could be, you know, for all they know, it could be root beer in the cups. And, you know, they could just be having a fun time and pretending you know, that they're drunk and just for giggles or, you know, who knows? I mean, so I guess for me, you know, I understand that some things are not not supposed to be shared necessarily. I mean, they can be shared, but, you know, they probably won't look good if they're shared. But I also understand that there are, you know, I also have to disagree that there are some things that should be shared because, you know, it's a social network. You know, you want to tell your friends, hey, I think this is really cool, or hey, look what I did the other night. And for employers to say, well, you did that the other night. Is that what you're going to do every night? No. I mean, it's not realistic to me for employers to hold different things against you. But then, you know, it's just it's a complicated system that I think we're still we still need to figure out how we're going to deal with this because it is such a new innovation relative to, you know, the workplace and relative to marketing and relative to all this stuff that I think, you know, a lot of employers, their first instinct is to to shy away from it and not see it as a tool, just being like, oh, no, no, that's scary, that's scary, that's that's public, that's public, you know, that's going to be there forever, that's, that's, we can't have that, rather than actually looking at the benefits of it and, and you know, really, const- you know, looking at it and, and thinking about, okay, what can we do with this, you know, or, or is it really going to be that big of a deal in the long run if we post this? Obviously, there are some things that companies have posted online that, you know, I've hurt them, um, you know, for example, different tweets by different 
people and and uh you know so it's obviously not going to be the best if you know like you know your spokesperson for your brand decides to tweet you know oh obama's a muslim and and i think he you know whatever you know or i don't think obama was born in this country or you know just different things like that you know obviously if your spokesperson for your company posts that obviously it's not going to reflect well on your company but yet in the same respect it's up to that person to make sure that it's shared only within their circles and I know it's like I said it's still a very complicated world and there's some instances where I, I definitely think that things need to be relaxed within the corporate world because I think it's honestly kind of scary for them but then there are some things where it's like you know yeah I kind of agree that that's not really the best the best option or not the best place for it and yeah I, I agree that that should not be on there um so but like I said it's it's you know, so new relative to, to workplace, workplace, I don't know what you call it, but, you know, it's so new within the workplace that, you know, employers are still trying to figure out, you know, what the balance policy is, what's a good balance, and what should we really be looking at, and how is that going to affect, you know, who we hire, and, and all this stuff, and I guess for me, I, you know, obviously I'm not posting anything that I don't think is, is bad. Um, you know, cause I'm very conscious about that, you know, where it's like, yeah, I, I agree with that, but I'm not going to post it. Cause I think that's just a little too controversial or, you know, I'm not going to link myself to that cause that's just a little too controversial. Um, but yet in the same respect, you know, there are things that I'll post that are a part of me and a part of my core beliefs. And so I want to make sure that that gets out there. So, but it, it's it's definitely a, a strange time that we're living in with with all these tools that are so brand new and you know with as quickly as things are moving you know we could have a new tool tomorrow that becomes the next big thing in a year, um, you know so it's it's an ever changing world and we just gotta figure out how we can live in it because it's not going anywhere. I mean, will you be using different tools and and you know will you know it won't necessarily be always Facebook and it won't necessarily always be Twitter and it won't necessarily always be Foursquare but we're always going to have services like it and we have to figure out what we're going to do with these services and how we're going to live with them and and what employers are going to do with them and you know it's 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 definitely an interesting time right now and uh you know it'll be interesting to see where things go in the future but uh, anyway, so if you have any feedback about this episode or any of the other episodes that I posted, uh, this is number five. Uh, so there are four more, four other episodes that you can listen to, and uh, you know, give me your feedback on if you if you feel like you uh, have something to say about it. Um, you know, you can email me at chrislundy at gmail dot com. Uh, you can visit my website chrislundy.com, and I think I have some some contact options there otherwise uh you know you can if you're friends with me on facebook you can post something on there or you can tweet at me at chef 855 or uh you know i'm on google plus so basically i'm pretty much everywhere and anywhere and you can get a hold of me any way you want to or need to um and so you know like i said if you have any feedback or you just have a question or a suggestion for another podcast let me know and and you know I'll, I'll 
see what I can do with it. So, with that being said, this is uh, Criss Cross in the Universe, and this was Chris, and I'll talk to you later.